Welcome to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I'm also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. There is great power in the number three. It is not only the number our brains remember most, but it is also the triad, as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end. It represents wholeness. And what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches? We created this show with the intention of assisting you in awakening your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life. We will have real conversations and share our own personal experiences along the way. At the close of the show, we'll offer up our own personal coaching techniques as well. Today's topic is life purpose. Life purpose is defined as having set goals and a direction in life. In essence, they're the reasons we get out of bed in the morning with a smile on our face versus dreading the day ahead. Our life purpose guides our life decisions, influences our behaviors, shapes our goals, offers us a sense of direction, and creates meaning in our lives. For some people, purpose is connected to vocation, meaningful, satisfying work. For others, their purpose lies in their relationships to their family or friends. Others seek meaning through spirituality or religious beliefs. And many people may find their purpose clearly expressed in all of these aspects of life. Purpose will be unique for everyone, and what you identify as your path may be different from others. What's more, your purpose can actually shift and change throughout your life in response to the evolving priorities and fluctuations of your experiences. And that's healthy and to be expected. So stay tuned for this episode of the Conscious Coaching Hour, where we'll be discussing life purpose and share what this means to us. And remember, this is a live show, and we're offering up intuitive messages and insight. So feel free to message us on our Facebook page at Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call us at 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskininmind.com. 
Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we're discussing life purpose. If you have a question or need some advice, Message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. All right, Sakura, how would you define your life purpose? Well, it's been a hot minute, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I know now that my life purpose is to help others to align with their true selves. I was going to say that one. Yeah. So you stole mine. I, whatever. There's got to be others. <laughs> but yeah, to live our best lives, right? Free of all the suffering, not needing to hold on to all of that all the time. It's heavy. What about you, Brenda? It is heavy. And yes, well, actually, my life purpose is for me, this is what I've discovered through time. I like your hot minute, is that as it's about me not fixing, but me learning about myself, learning to love myself so then I can help others. Mm -hmm. Until I do that, because I was trying to do that for a long time and it just wasn't working, right? The codependence and all of this, taking care of everybody else and I ended up drained. That's when I understood life purpose. It's like, oh, wait a minute, I need to reverse engineer this and go, oh, I, I get to look at myself first. Then, and that's how I learned, oh, then I can help others with all the things that I've learned. Yeah. That was really good. Now, now I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he has no gonna, life purpose. I was going to say finish Netflix first. Yes, um, that's a good one. Let's yeah, be practical. Raise your puppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot. I mean, obviously helping people, all of us have that in common. But I love what you said about, you know, self-development, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. that's such a huge part of uh, helping anybody is just really putting yourself first and working through your own stuff so you can be a benefit to others. Well, and I was doing it backwards. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, because we do that as we're figuring stuff out. You know, be of service, be of service. But then if you don't understand, you got to take care of this vessel first so that I can give more. That's when, oh, I get it now. It well, took a while. And part of taking on everyone else's pain, right, is because you think you're strong enough yeah. to heal it for them. And then you end up making yourself sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We all did that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say that's exactly when I found my life purpose was through illness. Yeah. And I like this, um, you know, psychiatrist Victor Frankel is one of my mentors. He helped me through illness. Mm-hmm. And he said we discover the meaning of life in three different ways. One is by creating work or doing a deed. Two is by experiencing something or encountering someone. And three, by the attitude we take toward unavoidable suffering. And so I, of course, went with number three. Of course. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And But then, as you said, after you come through the fire, you have all of this wisdom to share. And so I think also part of this, the purpose or life purpose is to be selfless and share that wisdom with others and be the teacher. I think it's part of the human nature, it seems to be, because most everybody shares this, right? It's like, oh, it took this to wake me up, mm-hmm. right? It took the divorce or it took the illness or it took different things. But I love the fact of, you know, as we're talking about turning that pain into purpose, me hearing that statement was like, oh, you know, and then I started to get it because I didn't get it at first. Right. But there's there is a way to look at our life and see what is that commonality mm-hmm. and then taking that like the illness and like you wrote a book, Rory, you know, and and you help so many people. And I think, too, didn't your intuitiveness kind of increase? Oh, that? absolutely. So yeah. that's like because you're, you're more in touch with yourself. Yeah. So, yes, that just comes in more naturally. Yeah. And it took that for me to get into the forgiveness. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, that's what this is about. <laughs> Can we just do it the easy way next time? But I also think that you weren't ready to hear it yet. Oh, absolutely. Right. Then you wouldn't have listened or you wouldn't have stepped into it. 
No, because when you look back at the breadcrumbs, you see that there was breadcrumbs being laid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, scoot that aside. <laughs> scoot that aside. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. How about for you, Rory? When did you discover your life purpose? I mean, you know, I, I think I've always wanted to help people since I was in my 20s. But kind of like what you're saying with Brenda, I just wasn't ready. Right. And I think my health stuff is what really kind of catapulted me into yeah. this this arena of doing, this for, like yeah, doing this for work and helping people. <laughs> Yeah, whether I like it or not, right? right. So I think sometimes we're, we're just not always ready or open, uh, and that's fine, but eventually it's going to catch up with you, right? Mm-hmm. Now, do you yeah. think there are different types of purpose? I, I do. I think the different types of purpose, well, when I think of it this way, it's like there's some people like you were referring to, there's a vocation, and then there's just the, the other parts of life. So... You know, the one thing for me, because I kept thinking it was the white light, it was the big stage, it was, you know, it's it, life purpose is big. Yeah. And it can be simple. And this is where, you know, I've learned, I've grown into, is the person that's neighborly, that's their life purpose, right? Who welcomes the new neighbors or gives cookies or is there when somebody's sick. You know, hospice people can be, that's a vocation, but they started by nurturing and caring for others in their family and their friends. Mm -hmm. It can be simple like that. So I do think there's different life purposes. And I do think like, you know, you alluded to that it does, it can change. Yes. For life. And then some of it, not. Like I have tried over these last years of being in the business when it got so hard, I wanted to stop. Right. Like we do as entrepreneurs, it gets to be a lot. And I couldn't. <laughs> My heart hurt so bad whenever I tried to like step away from it. Mm-hmm. It it was like no, or it the was, universe wouldn't let you. It wouldn't. Yeah. So there's that piece too. But then I think that there's different types of purpose in the sense of it doesn't have to be huge and dramatic or you know or big. Mm-hmm. But it's the simple person too that brings light to the office, who brings joy to the grocery store Mm -hmm. who's always happy or you know there's these different things it's like what's what is what brings you passion or what makes what is your natural ability Mm -hmm. to you know those I think can be purpose don't you think Rory yeah 100 I think that you know there's life purpose yeah and there's life purposes yeah and I think it's it's a mixture and you're right when you take a step back I think there's something around like well what's bringing you joy Mm -hmm in life right yeah ultimately and what you're doing helping people brings you joy it's also something i would imagine that spiritually you just feel like it's your calling right yeah right and that's a little bit different for me i love to create things Mm. and so i'm if i took that out of my life even though i was helping people i would feel like there's a void right i always like to be making things and creating things and it just gives me tons of satisfaction and joy and so i do think there's a lot of little tiny things. Traveling is another one. Like I love mm-hmm. to travel. It totally fills my cup. If I took that out, even though you might not say that's not, might not be a purpose. Right. Kind of is like, I look at it like, yeah, my purpose is to explore the world, to see as much as I can, to learn as much as I can. And so kind of probably depends on how you look at it. But mm-hmm. I do agree that you can have lots of different purposes. Well, and Sakura, how about you? I would take it more spiritually. Yeah deep <laughs> as in yeah. there's a conscious purpose and there's an unconscious purpose mm. right there's a purpose that we actually think is our purpose our life purpose and and we uh, strive for that and then there's also our actual life purpose that we may not see right away right that would be as the unconscious part exactly <laughs> yeah so that's what i would say with that but how has your life changed would you say having purpose brenda oh i have more direction so I felt like I like my life did not have meaning. Okay, unless I was doing something for somebody else, uh-huh. right? And and that wasn't even when drained, right? So it wasn't the right way to be of service. But also, I looked back at my life and went, okay, um, as long as I, I I prided myself in being the best at what I did, being the go to in corporate, right, and doing the corporate thing and doing all that. But separate from that. I didn't know who I was. It was very strange when I looked at it because I thought I knew, but I didn't. And so, you know, enter, you know, alcohol and (laughs) a lot of distractions because I didn't have that meaning. And as I got older, went through my third divorce, 
which was devastating, but it woke me up Mm -hmm. and it was like, oh, and then I found the forgiveness work. So there we have, that's what I think for me it took, you know, so how about you? I think it helped me to overcome my anxiety that I've struggled with ever since my childhood. Just fear of the unknown, the uncertainty, Mm. not sure which decision to make, you know, which one would end up the the right right way yeah take me down the right path um and so it was just by by knowing myself then I was certain of who I am as we were saying yeah and so I had to then trust the path right so that that's what it was for me I think overall my health improved and it did when I was coming through illness and I surrendered to the illness Mm. you know and I made that choice to respond in the way that I did then also my life purpose then came into me and then helped me with my overall health, right? You made space for it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. What about for you, Rory? That's an interesting question. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I think if I think about purpose, I feel like I've always had purpose, meaning at a very young age, I was an artist and I knew I always wanted to be an artist. So my purpose has just evolved and changed. Right. But, you know, listening to you guys talk about it, I also think that, I mean, I can't imagine living life without purpose. I think that that if you don't have a reason to get out of bed every day, if you don't have something that you're really excited about, I I, I think life would be really challenging. Mm -hmm. I will also say that purpose is not enough for happiness, in my opinion. Uh It is an ingredient, but you can have your purpose and you can be following your purpose. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that necessarily means that you're going to be happy every day, right? You can be helping people and serving people and be married and have everything can be great but I still think that there's more to it than that so it is a really really important ingredient I don't think it's the only ingredient to yeah. happiness. No, I like the it. little life purposes that you mentioned that having little life purposes mm-hmm. yeah, along the way <laughs> along the way because I think that that's good that's where the joy comes in or the happiness it's like that's what could get you up because sometimes it, life purpose can be daunting well, like yeah. that, where like this business, right? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. starting the business, and it, I, I hadn't intended on doing that, but it was this calling, but it's overwhelming, and it took me to my knees, right? Because when you have a business, as you know, it's it it's just hard. lays you mm-hmm. open. Yeah. It, every skeleton comes out of the closet, but yeah, and so I think having those little things to get us up in the morning, like what do I have to look forward to today? Oh, like you have like creativity or travel or. I get to talk to this certain person or what, what in my day can, can add to that mm-hmm. to help me out of this. Yeah, and I would agree with you, Roy. I don't think life purpose equals complete happiness. I do believe there's more of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like you're allowing for more of it to come in. But that's also because then you're understanding that you don't need to suffer anymore. And so you're you know equaling that frequency of happiness and then it's just able to be there. But at the same time, you know, when you're trying to find your life purpose and you're aligning with your true self, it's hard, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to have those hard lessons that are going to knock you down, as you were saying. So, yeah, I would agree with you on that for sure. But as you were saying, I think having those little purposes and you know, for me, going through my illness was my daughter. She became yeah. my purpose, right? Yeah. And what's interesting, I don't mean to come back to Viktor Frankl again, but he's he's just great in everything he says. and. What helped him through Auschwitz Mm -hmm. and what he was trying to preach to his fellow cellmates was to have purpose because he wanted them to survive. And he just kept encouraging them to find something in their life that would give them purpose so that they could get out. Right. Mm -hmm. And he made his wife, Tilly, his purpose. Unbeknownst to him, she had died within the first two weeks in the concentration camp. So, yeah. What about for you? What what was your purpose that helped you through? Just this calling, yeah. <laughs> this this, <laughs> this thing that so won't let me simple. go. Well, it, it was because it wasn't really a person, or right. it wasn't even my kids. It wasn't grand. It was, it was the fact of I have this, and I'd never had it before in my life until this forgiveness work, and it was just this. I could feel it in my belly and in my heart. It was like that grieving of I can't let this go. Yeah. You know, and then, but it also helped me to understand how to embrace it better and embody it better. Because then it was like, if I'm not a forgiveness coach, who am I? Right. 
So then I got to go through that process. Well, and believe that you're worthy of it. That's I mean, what I, I had to do. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the hardest part. Yep, that's where I had to go deeper. Like you talked about going deeper. I had to go deeper spiritually and emotionally. And which helped me to really embrace that and really embody it better. It's like, oh, I get it now mm-hmm. that, okay, but how could I find the happiness in it? What part of this can bring me joy as I do these mundane things, the things I don't want to do and the things that, you know, that we have to do. Right. But what else can I add to it? You know, where am I in this purpose mm-hmm. to? Right, because it's not just about others. Right, which sounds funny, but no, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I think we all get joy from helping others. Yeah, but it's not that's it's not enough, right? Like that mm-hmm. doesn't equal happiness. It's a it's a component, mm-hmm. but ultimately, I think <laughs> working on that happiness is the most important thing. Right, if you're here and you're not happy. It doesn't really matter what you're doing to be of service, right? Yeah. It's like you have to really work on that foundation for yourself. And then, like you said, then you give it out, it expands out. That's really what I've been focusing on. Like, I, I focus on many things in my life, but when I try to come back to it, I'm like, okay, the, the most important thing is I just have to figure out how to make myself, how, how to be happy every day, how to yeah. really and be in the moment, how yeah. to be embodied that, how to be in touch with my true self. Like, from that place, everything else is great. Yes, I love that. Very well said. Yeah. And I also think, I know we had talked about vocational purpose and how much that impacts people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading actually in the JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, mm-hmm. they were talking about that they found that it was in 2019 that among a group, I had to write down the statistics here, but a, among a group of nearly 7,000 adults over age 50, those who scored highest on a scale measured life purpose were less likely to die during the four-year study period. So, and in addition, they were less likely to die from heart, circulatory, or blood conditions. So researchers at Harvard are saying that if you have a higher purpose in life, it's actually associated with a reduced risk of early death. And you see this with people who retire. Yes. Yeah. Right? It's say, like yeah. first thing I was gonna they say, ultimately yeah. start to decline, right. unfortunately. Well, be, so, yeah. I mean, even if do they love their job, do they love what they're doing? Is it just give them purpose? It just gives right. them something to do when they get out of bed every day, right? Yeah. Versus right. just sitting around. And they had nothing to look forward to. Yeah. Instead of there was a person I knew that he set himself up for success, right, with with retirement because he had been working there for a hundred years, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so he was going to retire. But he's so he was smart and he like planned his day. He still got up at the same time. He made sure and he created this space for him. Yeah. Play golf and do these things that brought him joy. But he set that up. And I know the people, there's studies that show the people that do that actually do live longer right. and are happier. Because why else retire? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and it keeps you physically active too, right? Yeah. That's part of that too. So do you think that life purpose is something we're born with or is it something we cultivate? Rory? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, of course, the, the spiritual answer is I think that we're born with it, but I don't know if that means everyone is born with a purpose. It's, mm. it's inter- it, I don't know. I mean, when you don't think that every single person that's here has some sort of purpose to be here? Uh, well, part of why I think we're here is because I think this is a creative playground. Mm-hmm. So yeah. does that mean that you have to have purpose or can you just come here because you want to play and explore and create and grow and have a good time like there's absolutely nothing wrong with just coming here and having a really good but time. maybe couldn't that be a purpose, purpose. Well, yeah, <laughs> so exactly. I could. and i think and i was going to get to that too right like can't just being happy be a, a, a life purpose absolutely right accomplishing nothing yeah. outside of being happy well yeah and that's something you're trying to achieve right right? is happiness that's what i mean like ultimately if you don't have that component of it then is the rest of it really enjoyable yeah so yeah Yeah. if we count happiness as being a purpose i think so then i think yeah everybody everybody comes here with a purpose i think it can be yeah and i think that because you know i did that past life regression you know one of them i've done several but i love doing this this, for people yes (laughs) And um, and in it, it was like going back to the lifetime. And she says, your purpose is just to love yourself. Aww. And and it was like, 
oh, well, I wasn't doing a very good job of that. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, what? But it was, sh- it was surprising yeah, to me. Yeah. It was yeah. like, what? Like, that's, that's a, a purpose? purpose? Yeah. What? No. You know, I'm helping other, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she's like, no. Most of our purposes here are to do what we're not doing, yeah. which is to love ourselves. And when we love ourselves, that's where the happiness and the yeah. joy can come in. And your true self. And your yeah. true self. And mm-hmm. so I thought, well, give me a simpler purpose. <laughs> well, yeah, then you can ask yourself, like, are all my other purposes distractions <laughs> from what I'm supposed to be well, doing? Just loving quite possibly, myself, right? right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you think about it, right? Exactly. Astrology readings, too, are another great way to oh, figure out what your purpose is. Love those. Aside from past life regression. And mine keeps yeah. coming up with self-love. Yeah. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read the sign, Brenda. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break, so stay tuned for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. And if you have a question about life purpose or would like an intuitive message, then message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Or call 1-888-298-KKNW or... What would it be like to deeply remember the secrets of your soul so that you can travel the unknown with confidence and genuinely sit back, relax, enjoying life without all the everyday worries? I'm Jender Shen, a mystic mentor who guides you to align and amplify your soul's true mission. Get healing, clarity around your next steps, release unresolved guilt, agreements, and karma so that you can fulfill your purpose and reach your utmost potential while experiencing true freedom. Awaken the soul power within you today with me, Gender Shen. Learn more at gendershen.com. That's J-E-N-D-U-C-H-E-N-E.com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we're discussing life purpose. If you have a question or need some advice, message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call... 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. All right. Well, let's go to some of the messages we have for today's show. Eric, can you help us out? Sure. Uh, we've got a message from Joyce from Coeur d'Alene who says, I've been searching for my life purpose but feel stuck. Do you have some tips on how to find my purpose? Brenda. <laughs> I was going to say Rory. What? <laughs> hot potato. Yeah, Seriously. hot potato. Rory, what Rock, do you paper, think? scissors. Uh, you know, I think it's back to our question about, like, what is the definition of purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And so I guess I would ask, you know, what are the things that bring you joy? Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the most important things. Um, I'd also ask, like, what, what in your life is making you ask that question? Right? Is there something in your life that you feel like you're devoid of? Are you not happy with your current life? Um, because that helps you to look at the things in your life that are going well and the things that you're in your life that you wish were different. Um, but yeah, I think really for me, it just comes back to if, 
the things I ask myself, and I, I what I do is I write lists, right? I like mm-hmm. I write lists. I of the love thing. lists. I write lists of <laughs> the things that I really do not like. Mm-hmm. So I'm crystal clear, like universe, don't I don't want any more of this. And then I write things that I really that bring me joy. Mm. And then I write a list of the things that um, I'm super passionate about. Or no, sorry, sorry, that I'm that I'm really good at. Oh yeah, that's good. So then I know, like I don't I don't want any more of this. I really love this type of stuff. It lights me up. And here's what I think my strengths are. Yep. And I just kind of keep those in mind. And then I look for the, the like opportunities and things that the universe brings my way. Um, but really, it's about getting clear on who you are as a human being and what types of things that you resonate with. Right. And it doesn't have to be one thing. Like I, I don't think that there is one life purpose, right? And, and even if there is, like, let's say the three of us like to help people, I, there's not one way that, that expresses itself. Right. Mm-hmm. So you might think, you know, let's take the helping people example. You might say, well, I really love helping people. You, that could be expressed in so many different ways. You could be helping your family. You could be helping your mm-hmm. friends. You could work somewhere where you're helping people. So I, really, I would say just get crystal clear on the things that bring you joy and that you're passionate about and that you're excited about. And then start to think about how those could manifest in different ways in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that because... Not necessarily, because when I was thinking about this and I was reading something somewhere, it was saying that, you know, the life purpose isn't necessarily your vocation, right? Yeah. You can be at mm-hmm. a job, but, you know, the side hustle or the things of volunteer at, that can be your purpose. Like you were just talking about what lights you up, what brings you happiness or joy to be able to do. And I think sometimes society puts too much pressure on us to find our purpose. You know, we feel like we're lacking Mm-hmm. When really we may be living that purpose already. Like you mentioned, the simplicity of bringing joy to other people, being that person that lights up a room when they walk in or brings the cookies at work or, you know, I mean, there's certain ways. So keeping making the awareness of where am I affecting other people or where do I feel the joy within my life when I do certain things? Because some people baking works great and just mm-hmm. dropping off. Co- I mean, that can be purpose. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't have to be again. I think we can get stuck in that choice. So I encourage you. I love the lists and do that, too. You know, what makes me what am I good at and what am I happy with? I think also a lot of answers lie in our childhood. Mm-hmm. And so when I work with my clients and under hypnosis, that's where we go, because even just the hobbies that you had as a kid can help you figure out your life purpose now. Yeah. And case in point, I'm a perfect example um, psychic Diana Clark, who you yeah. both are familiar with, and KKNW yeah. as well. She had told me, and this was coming at, right before my illness, she told me that I would be doing something. I, I was always doing multiple things, but I would be doing something that aligned with my purpose. And it was something from my childhood. And I just was clueless as to what that was. Yeah. And after I came back from being sick, I was on a podcast where I actually hypnotized a woman from The Bachelor on how to find true love. And I loved being on that platform so much that I expressed this to Diana. And she said, well, why don't you pitch your show to KKNW? Uh, And so I did. And here I am. (laughs) But then also Diana threw down some cards and said, hey, remember that thing I told you about that was aligned with your life purpose and something you enjoyed doing as a child? She said, it was radio. And then all the memories came back. Like I blocked them out of when I was a kid, I would walk around the neighborhood with a tape recorder and I would do <laughs> interviews with my neighbors. And then also I was doing, you know, commercials and involving the kids and doing game shows and whatnot. Oh my gosh. I was like, wow, there it is. So Joyce, I encourage you <laughs> to go back into your childhood and there's going to be a lot of answers there for you. I'm going to need to be hypnotized by you because I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. As you're saying, it's kind of get in touch with your with your inner child. Your child. Yeah. Right? Exactly. One of the things that just that children like to do. They just mm-hmm. naturally gravitate mm-hmm. towards things that inspire them. And as adults, I think, as you mentioned, we sometimes forget those things. We do. Well, we also conform, right, to what everyone else wants us yes. to do or be. So it keeps us. It moves us so far away from what we do. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. Well, I hope that helps you, Joyce. All right. Let's go back to our messages, Eric. Sure. Uh, Bishop from San Diego says, my partner tells me that I'm easily frustrated and short-tempered. She's right. I have a good job (laughs) and I love my family, but I often feel like this isn't enough. What am I missing? What do you think? I'm not missing anything, honey. So, (laughs) (laughs) except for connection with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I would say. 
um, you've got a good job, you love your family, but where is the connection with you? You didn't say you loved yourself or that you liked. So going back to like what we were talking about earlier and what you pointed out, Rory, that's a good tool to have is like make that list. What Mm -hmm. do you like? Because you may be giving too much to the job, too much to the family. And we do that as adults. Like you say, we conform, we do the things. We do get lost in the shuffle ourselves. And so I think, I, I know I get frustrated when I'm not doing what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Right. I get a little bit more short tempered myself. And so that's a clue. That's my body and my mind saying, hey, you're a little off track. You're not being who you are. Yeah. Right. And and what can you do to get back on? I love the list idea or, you know, think about something even that at the top of mind that comes to mind is like, oh, I'm not doing that thing anymore. Or even just a spiritual practice, like create a spiritual practice. And if you you don't really fall into meditation and that doesn't work for you, take a walk out into nature or even just be creative, right? I mean, art and, and painting and coloring. I have a lot of my clients color to help them find more meaning or to find answers because it will come to you. But just to create that spiritual practice also so that you're showing yourself a commitment to you, right? Yeah. But yeah. I think you answered the question, Bishop, in, in your question mm-hmm. is that you often feel that this isn't enough. Yeah. What about you, Rory? Well, I'd say that Family and job don't necessarily equal happiness. <laughs> right? And so for some people, it could, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think it, we're, we're all kind of wired differently. Some people could find ultimate joy in either just family, right? They just yes. they feel like they're just geared to, to be a parent and they just love that and right. that's how they grew up and they get tons of satisfaction out of it. And some people would, you know, the job would help, but like I think it's there's so many different aspects to to happiness. And so I would say, again, yeah, the list, like what are the things that bring you joy outside of those two mm. things? Go get a massage once a month. Like like you said, go on a walk, like go out with your friends once a week. But there's a lot of, it's just, not, it's, it's not that simple to where like a partner is going to make us feel satisfied and happy or mm. our family is going to make us right. feel satisfied or this job is going to be the perfect job. It's not that easy, right? It's a lot of different ingredients that go together to making you feel happy. And it just sounds like, you know, maybe you're just missing a couple of them. Mm-hmm. I think the self-love is one. It's definitely yeah. to look at, but it could also just be I'm not inspired. I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have enough inspiration. I'm not having enough fun. I'm not having enough maybe even free time to myself to be able mm-hmm. to just nurture myself and take care of myself. The so, man like, cave. <laughs> yeah, I, but I think it can be sometimes just, it can be really easy to look at the things that you love to do and go, do I even have those in my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I doing any of those things or is it just work? Is it just like going to work and then coming home and Unfortunately, sometimes, you know, being with family can be work too, right? There's just a yeah. lot of yeah, definitely. a lot of errands and things that we have to do. And so, and you know, in, to what you were saying, a big example of how your job and your family also may not be what makes you happy or be your purpose. Yeah. I mean, think about when the kids go off to college, right? And yeah. those people that are empty nesters and then fall apart because that's, that's all they live for were their children or their job, it, mm-hmm. you know, they get laid off. Right. And then they lose themselves. They did they <laughs> downward spiral. Right. Because they didn't know who they were. They yeah. lost touch. And those kind of can be distractions, I guess, is yeah. what I'm saying. 100 percent. Right. They're kind of those things that we just have to do every day. Not necessarily if we had the time, is that what we would choose to do? Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I think the last couple of years have shown us this, too, is that connection with self that oh, we were yeah. not doing and, you know, it's like for some people, like for me, it's not all about family. It's mm-hmm. also about connecting outside. of It's like being in nature and really loving that hiking. I got away from that. The things that I got away from as I was building this business and doing these things that, that I got frustrated about. And when I started adding those back in, the meditation or just even journaling, walking, a walking meditation is fantastic. Yeah, journaling, that's a great one Journaling too. is really good because that's how I found what I was missing huh. was in the journaling. Journaling and yes, yeah. yeah. It also reminds me of what you said, Sikor, about being a kid. Is that we had a lot more free time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And so with that free time, you did things that you thought were fun. Yeah. <laughs> you had more imagination. You didn't you think about it. Yeah. yeah. And as an adult, it's like no, no. You just have errand after thing that you have to do. So it's like, well, of course, we miss fun. Color right. outside and creativity the creativity and spontaneity. And, and the world was your oyster. Yeah. You weren't limited, yeah. right? You could be anything. You were going to be Superman or a <laughs> fireman or whatever it was, right? Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break, but everyone stick around for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. 
the passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with the closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial designed for your rugged skin. A deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one, two, three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A. SkinAndMind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Be sure to check us out on Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on 94.7 FM KBKW and 9 p.m. South African Time on Cape Town Zone Radio 88.5 FM. It's time for Sakura's Spiritual Sense. All right, Eric, thank you so much. Well, let's ask the universe for any messages that mm-hmm. we can have today on today's discussion of life purpose. Today I'll be pulling a card from Angel Answers Oracle Cards, a deck by the fabulous Radley Valentine, who was on Love from the Hip a few years ago, so you should check that podcast out. Nice. All right, so let's shuffle the cards here. I like that name, Radley. I know. It's a great name. Isn't that great? Valentine, too. Oh, that, yeah. All right. And the card I pulled is... Within the next few months. Radley writes that in the next few months, what you are asking about will occur. Divine timing means that other people's free will choices are also involved. So keep faith while all, while all of the pieces of this puzzle come together and the situation resolves itself beautifully. This card has a large golden temple atop a golden staircase lined with golden angels holding lights to guide the way. And I know you guys can't see it. So the horizon is lit up, all of the colors emanating a light greater than you can imagine. The temple is your soul. The angels are present as support and guidance as you move towards your purpose and you align with your true self. I'm also hearing that a lot of you are waiting for a big change to happen whether it's in the area of your home, your career, and or your relationship. I can feel impatience in the air, and I'm pretty good at that one too. Mm -hmm. And part of that can be from the change of seasons. Fall is not when we are supposed to make quite so many big changes, nor do we have the energy for it. We should instead hunker in or hibernate or simmer. It's also a time when many of us feel less motivated to do much at all, and emotions can run dark and deep. 
We can therefore easily forget our way and our reasons for living our life on purpose. So this is also a gentle reminder, while divine timing is everything, as Radley said, especially when it comes to aligning with your life purpose, do not give up, do not procrastinate, and do not lose sight of your vision. I don't get impatient. <laughs> I never procrastinate. We want it no. yesterday. No, and divine timing always. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about this the other day. It's like, come on, come on, divine timing, come on. <laughs> but I do, I feel this impatience even with my clients, right? There's oh, just yeah. this unease of, okay, what's next? What's next? Right? Well, there is that mm-hmm. going on. I can feel it within myself too. Yeah. Brenda brings it back around. The question we hear most about life purpose is people asking, why am I here? Being able to lean into that question can help you to know yourself better and uncover your life purpose. We all have talents and skill sets that we like about ourselves and experiences that we may or may not like about our lives. Purpose can be related to those things, yet for most people, purpose is their reason for being. It's what gets them up in the morning, like we talked about earlier, even when the day ahead has tasks they don't particularly like and would rather pull the covers back over their head. But it also can be, like in my case, turning your pain into purpose. You have read about people that have gone through tragedy and turned around and are helping other people that are going through the same thing. They weren't planning on having that tragedy, so it wasn't a known purpose yet, but surviving and going through it gave them purpose by helping others. Here are some ideas to guide you to uncover your life purpose. One, what is your storyline? What patterns have you noticed throughout your life? Take a few minutes and write a timeline of your life with relationships and experiences and locate where the similarities are. Number two, turn your pain into purpose. What painful experiences have you gone through and then helped others with? Probably without thinking about it. Mine was divorce. Been there three times and then discovered it was about forgiveness of my exes at first. But then what was revealed was the need to forgive myself, which then led to helping others with forgiveness. Number three, what do you do naturally that you take for granted? Do people come to you for advice? Do you naturally volunteer? Number four, make a list, like we were talking about, of things you are passionate about. What have you been thinking about doing but haven't taken action on yet? And number five is be willing to take some action. Uncovering our purpose doesn't have to be hard, but it does take courage. And you have a lot of that. Just look at what you've gone through these last couple of years if you need any encouragement. Love list. <laughs> I know. We're on it today. And I think that's great, too, is just sharing that we can all do it, right? We it, can. Yeah. We hold ourselves back. I, I, yeah. And I, I think, again, I, there, I don't think there's one purpose. Like, take the pressure away. Yep. Take mm-hmm. the pressure off. Yep. It's about finding purpose. Not doesn't have to be like finding the one out of a billion purpose. <laughs> I like that. Finding purpose. Here's Rory's Reflections. Finding our purpose feels a lot like finding ourselves. When we know who we are, we know what we're meant to do, and nothing can stop us from doing it. And pursuing our purpose doesn't require us to be successful, because it's the journey that matters the meaning that drives our actions more than the destination itself. Living our purpose can feel like walking a path that is only ours and sometimes requires us to step off the path we're currently on to find our own unique way forward. Pursuing our purpose can also be scary. Others may doubt us and we may even doubt ourselves along the way. But somewhere deep inside, there's an inner voice, a knowing that's never doubted that's always had the answers, that's always known the direction forward. All we have to do is find a way to listen. I like that. Oh, that was really good. And I do. I I do think that, as you said, finding a way to listen, we have all the answers inside of us, and we're telling ourselves constantly it's just whether or not we want to choose to listen. Or as we were talking about earlier, as if we're ready, right? If we're ready, Yeah. Because I think I like that it's about finding purpose. It's like finding meaning, like Viktor Frankl, (laughs) finding meaning. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it was for. He found meaning that kept him going. Mm -hmm. Was that necessarily a purpose? No, it was a meaning. Well, and as you were saying, turning your pain into purpose. Yeah. I think, you know, pain is what propels us forward, right? I mean, we don't want to sit in it. It doesn't feel good. We want to try to figure out how to get out of it. Right. So. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. But I think, too, making those lists is really valuable. Yeah. So what, what do you think is the hardest part, maybe, of stepping into purpose for most people? I think that everybody, well, <laughs> I've had a lot of experience with people that think that there's one thing and they get so caught up on finding the one thing and they stress about it and stress about it and stress about it. And so, like the example you gave, his purpose was getting back to his wife or something about, right? Mm-hmm. But it could have been something else. Right. He, he just, he had a purpose. That's what yeah. got him through. His purpose could have been helping people in the camp, right? Right. And so I do think that whatever your tool is, to learn to listen to yourself. Mm. Like you said, Brenda, you gave lots of tools, right? And I gave some tools, lists. Mm-hmm. Like find ways to just get in touch with that voice. Yeah. yeah, and I think a lot of times the fear that presents itself when we're about ready to step in yes. is actually just letting us know that we're on the right track, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Like, because it's bigger than we've ever experienced before. Well, exactly. Remember, diamonds are made through resistance, mm, right? Like Under that. pressure. Right. That's mm-hmm. how we that's how we form the diamonds are found is under the pressure. So I think that's what that's what I keep remembering anyway. It's like, OK, I'm I'm a diamond. I'm a diamond. <laughs> She's walking around out there. I'm a diamond. I'm a diamond yelling it outside her car. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm under pressure. I'm a diamond. That's, that's what you were doing in the parking lot. I was. There you, go. you caught me. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We want to thank Eric, our lovely producer, KKNW, Timber Country, Cape Town Zone Radio, and you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our podcast, The Conscious Coaching Hour, which you can find under Love from the Hip. That's HYP. Anywhere you can find podcasts. And what are we going to talk about on our next show? On our next show, we'll be discussing the topic of complacency and how it shows up in your life, what it means spiritually, and how to overcome it. Love the show? Have a question you would like us to answer on the air? Follow us, like us, and message us on Instagram or Facebook at Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. You can find me at SakuraSutter.com. You can find me at RoryReich.com. You can find me at BrendaReeseCoaching.com. Tune in every month on Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1150 KKNW and Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on 94.7 FM KBKW and 9 p.m. South African Time on Cape Town's 88.5 FM for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Where we help you awaken your intuition and inner coach so you can live your best life. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com.